It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me today, as he does every Tuesday, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. Charlie Five, the day is finally here. It is Birmingham Bowl Tuesday. What a the day. The electricity is in the air. Woo! Yeah. It's game day, baby. Woo! So, so two things. One, hopefully uh, a lot of you folks that listen later in the evening will listen to this show because I'm going to try to frame it as if it, it will be relevant after the fact as well. And then two, uh, Auburn basketball does not play tonight. They play Wednesday. So my bad. My bad. You did on that on bad. two episodes. You did it on Jay for on Friday too. I, I was like, man, thank I you, Charlie. Five. Myself. I, I think it's I think it's on Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday, but I may be wrong. I like talked myself into worrying about like, can I get home from Birmingham in time? Yes, yes, because it will take less than thirty six hours to go home. So there you go. It's true. Um, it could be, I don't know. Two eighty is kind of two eighty can be scary. Uh, that's sometimes. that's fair. That's fair. Now, for for all the friendly folks that reminded me and told me and informed me, thank you. Yes, you are correct. Auburn basketball plays Wednesday night. So. Uh, getting things going with Birmingham Bowl. Look, the most exciting part about this game is who we may see that we haven't seen a whole lot of this year and kind of use that performance and use our new knowledge of the depth chart and how this coaching staff views these dudes as far as playing time with all the other, you know, half of the roster, half of the starters anyway, leaving. And taking that information and moving it towards the offseason. And so... sure. I thought we would each kind of talk about five guys and, yeah. you know, maybe we're, we're excited to see some of these guys. I actually have six. I have an honorable mention. So should I do the honorable All mention right. first? Yeah, hit the honorable mention. Dude. My honorable mention is Tavares Dawson. Now, I don't think gotcha. I don't think there's a scenario like Auburn's not down a ton of receivers at the moment. So I don't know right. why he would play unless they just want to bench some dudes to put him in more, which could yeah. happen. I mean, I think Harson is ready to move on and kind of get into 2022. At least that's the impression that I get. So maybe it's that. I also don't know how you put him and Kobe Hudson and Javaris Johnson all in the field at the same time. So yeah, I think you could scoot Kobe out wide, but... He was one of those pre-fall camp legends that oh there's no pre-fall camp about it he was he was the fall fling like he was all about it the fall fling there you go there we go so i I don't think we'll see a lot of him but i want to and so i just wanted to start the show with that speed i wish we could have got maybe got him in on the return game possibly um but yeah i'm I'm, that's a good honorable mention i don't think we'll see him but good good honor good honorable mention there did you rank yours from five to one i did not rank mine but i can do that on the on, on the fly if i need to I got mine kind All right. of ranked. Yeah. All right, who's your number five? Okay, so my number five, I feel like we haven't seen him in a month, and, and it doesn't even seem like he really even played the last half of the season. Uh, for some reason, I don't even – I don't know why. He started off so hot. I kind of feel like he's going to get a pretty big uh, – a, a fairly good size workload. That's Jarquez Hunter. He's my number five. Um, okay. I miss him. 
Uh, he sure. showed sparks of sparks of brilliance and uh, just kind of faded there towards the end. I don't know if it's we uh, we seemed to kind of get away from the run or couldn't get a lot of push at some sometimes, so we threw it a little bit more than we would like. And, yeah. Um, this Houston has a really good uh, run defense uh, supposedly. Um, mm. I think it's pretty pretty high as far as yards per carry uh, limiting uh, in in the country. So going to have to attack them a bunch of different ways, and Hunter brings a little bit different dimension. Uh, looking forward to that. Jarquez Hunter, miss you. Love yeah, you. I like that. I like that. And, you know, how much How much do they want to run tank in a bowl game? Like That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, just in case something bad happens. Right. You want him as fresh as possible for spring in a, in, in a few months. So, yeah, okay, Jarquez Hunter. And, you know, I think the Auburn fan base is excited when Jarquez gets the ball, and so I think that'd be fun. Also, you know, how... How do he and Finley mesh together? You know, how important is that? Do they use Hunter in the passing game at all? Or is this straight up between the tackles running like a lot of us think Brian Harson's going to want to do? So, there you go. There you go. My number five right. is Killian Zaire, who's probably going to start at the right tackle spot. Trox will right. probably start at left tackle. Zaire will start at right tackle. I liked him a lot as a Juco player. I don't think he's gotten really a whole lot of opportunity since then which is kind of mind-blowing because you would think there'd be plenty of opportunity to get playing time along the offensive line over the past yeah. two seasons, but that has not been the case. But maybe this is a guy, and look, Lindsay and I talked about this yesterday on the show. There are five, with the exception of maybe center, well, and, and, and then council's guard spot, but there's a lot of jobs on the line on the offensive front. Oh, for grabs. Totally. And so, you know, Zaire, a former JUCO dude, like he came to Auburn for this opportunity, obviously. Maybe maybe this kind of lights a fire under him. And look, Auburn's sure. offensive line, I don't care if, if it's a lot of backups, they should be able to move Houston's defensive front just with the whole SEC versus, you know, the American or whatever they are. So they, they should be able to have a decent game. And so... I've got Killian Zaire circled as one of the main guys I'm going to be watching. I, I think that's a good one, and I think that his performance is very important for how we move in the portal moving forward. Uh, yeah. Because I think that we're trying to see if possibly Troxel could come back for another year, um, and and then you add maybe add one guy, then you sort of have a log jam. Uh, he his job is is very uh, very much so on the line, and he really needs his performance. So yeah. Uh, that's a good one to have. We're getting close to Austin Troxel blocking for Bo Jackson territory. Like, we're getting close to that, right? I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. been here a minute. He's been here just shy of a decade, that's I what, think. what it feels like. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I, I wanted to put an offensive lineman on this list. And just spoiler, Zaire is the only one that I put on there. I yeah. had Jaleel Irvin written down, but I just couldn't stick with it. I just could not stick with... Telling folks I'm excited to watch Jaleel Irvin. I just couldn't do it. I, could. I will never <laughs> lie to you, except for the time when Auburn basketball plays. That's the only time I will lie to you. Totally totally get it. Totally get it. <laughs> Who's your number four? My number four is uh, the another one of those legends that we, we saw flashes of this year and made a great catch in the Iron Bowl. Um, maybe with a little bit more – this is coming from players, a little bit more up-tempo um, offense that Brian right. Harson really wants to have. Uh, you're going to have to sub out a lot, maybe different formations and stuff like that for wide receiver. I'm looking at Landon King. Got my eye on you, buddy. Ooh, Let's let's do things. People really you're love sort him. Sort of like 
yeah, you're sort of like our uh, we we are wishing you or willing you into being um, Kyle Pitts or I think that was his name from uh, Florida. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we're willing you into being him. Still is his name. Uh, you're uh, similar size, uh, good hands. So yeah, hoping to see some some more flashes uh, today. I guess it will be today. Yeah, it will be today. There, there's a lot of traits about Landon King that you like. He's tall and yes. lean. He clearly has the athleticism. I don't know how crisp of a route runner he is, but you can tell that he has all the makings of it. I think he could be a guy where you see a big step from him over the course of the offseason because I think with a little more coaching, I think he could take a really big step as far as kind of creating his own separation. And so you know, yes. I think we've seen him in a small sample size show that he can pinpoint the football as far as, you know, go get it at its highest point. I think he can has that that concentration to bring you know bring in those contested catches, and he, he appears to be a pretty strong guy. I mean, he's got a lot of traits where you can be like, okay, I can talk myself into Landon King being a really solid player by the time he leaves the plains here. And so, you know, we were talking the Locked On Auburn Discord yesterday how it really seems like John Samuel Shanker is going to come back to Auburn. Like that is the that yes. is the general feeling. I've talked to folks mm-hmm. close to Shanker. That is certainly the way he's leaning, leaning which is huge. Uh, very, very exciting. And I think I think King being behind Shanker is a good thing, but also I think there's a way that they can both play at the same time, which is fun, especially if Arsenal wants to use size yeah. and physicality and all that. So I think this is I think it's a really good one. He is not on my list, but I think it's a really good one, Charlie Five. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I like I said, I'm with you hundred percent, hundred percent. Not quite sure he's the inline blocker yet, but He's got a lot of different. He's got a lot of different layers to his game. So, but it doesn't need to, to be. And, and I think, yeah, that's I, true. I think the previous staff would be like, okay, he's the best tight end, so maybe he can inline block as well. And it's like, no, you don't have to do that. With all the different types of off, you know, there's so many different types of receivers. There's so many different types of running backs. And now, college football, and I think the NFL's already been there, but there's different types of tight ends as well. There's blocking heavy tight ends, and there's your athletic tight ends, and so. I think with from a personnel standpoint, you're seeing this offense kind of get more sophisticated, which I think I think we all wanted. So that's a good thing. Sure. My number four is uh, is Demetrius Davis. Should he be higher? Mm. Maybe. But I think as far as hype goes, I want like 60 Davis plays in the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> that's what I want. What do you want it to be? What did you want? What do you want it to be? I want all six of them to be runs. All of them. Really? Yes. Like a wildcat or a read option? Like what? That's not really. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I want. Okay. Oh, no, it's not Harson. It's not. But I want want him to acknowledge the fan service. We've seen him do the whole, you know, the staff has acknowledged the Cruton finger. The staff has acknowledged, I think, you know, the Auburn family as a whole as far as, you know, their uh, their meme presence. I want to see him say, okay, let's give D. Davis a shot. And, uh, you know, you've already got him redshirted. You're good to go there. Why not give him a too. few reps there? Let's let's just see me what too. happens. I just, me too. I just hope we're up by like 30 when it happens. 28 to 30. Oh, that's fine. And, yeah, that'd be great. And then he gets then he gets then he gets like full, you know, full playbook stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Sure. With all the other backups, and it's like, oh, dang it. He doesn't look good. But it's not his fault. That's just the way it <laughs> he is. He might. He might though. He might Maybe. Though. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. All right. You're listening to Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. 
Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Charlie 5 continuing on. Uh, I'll go first this time. My number three is Joko Willis, the linebacker, mm. Juco transfer from his, uh, an offseason ago. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about Cam Riley and Wesley Steiner kind of being the next linebackers to step up. But I think Joko Willis has a lot of range in his game. And I think the more you see he's got that speed, he can cover a lot of ground laterally. And that's kind of what I like in my linebackers. You know, we're we're seeing linebackers get smaller and smaller and leaner and leaner and more and more athletic. And, I mean, I think that's what makes Owen Papo so great. But I think Joko Willis could be a similar type of guy as far as just covering a lot of space. And I think with Houston, yes. they uh, they like to pass the ball. They like to spread it out a good bit. And I think Joko Willis would make a lot of sense here. Uh, you know what else I like about my linebackers? That they'll break your face in. And oh, that's what Joko Willis baby. likes to do. And he's Woo! on film, on record doing it on a kickoff return. He could possibly kill a child from Houston on a kickoff return. Yikes. So that's a good one. That's a good one. Sometimes he can go sort of unforgotten, but he is he's still got three. Uh I guess he got he has two more years to play. So uh yeah, get some get some Get some work in, Joko. I'm, right. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, and so Zacoby McLean has made it official that he's leaving, which I didn't realize he hadn't done yet, but he made it official over the yeah. weekend that he's leaving. Um, Owen, we still don't know. that At the time of us recording this, that is not official, which is super interesting, which you kind of got to yeah. think, okay, maybe Auburn's going to get Owen Papo back. And then Chandler Wooten, he's probably not coming. He would have to appeal to the NCAA and they'd have yeah, to agree that his, that his opt-out last year um, grants him another year of eligibility. We'll see. I'm skeptical that it happens. I'm pull, I'm hoping that it does. But um, yeah. that's the linebacker spot. Who is your number three? Who are you third most excited to watch in the Birmingham? Keeping bowl? that keeping that theme uh, with linebackers, uh, I think it's going to open up some playing time for guys like Wesley Steiner, Cam Riley, and I'm really intrigued by Cam Riley. Um, he's, he's shown flashes at times. I really just like his size. He's 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", 220-ish. He can run. Uh, there was a lot of times we thought maybe he would just slide down and be an edge, mm-hmm. but he's just so rangy that he can be – you know, he can still play uh, that middle linebacker, outside linebacker role. Uh, I think he gets some playing time, uh, a good bit of playing time uh, sat, uh, today and uh, looking forward to him moving forward in the future. He's sort of a – you know, he went to high school uh, kind of close to by where I went to high school, so – uh, pulling for him. Oh, so y'all are like the same person. Basically, we're related. That's awesome. I love that for you. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. I'm sure he tells people that Charlie yeah. Five went to high school close to where he went to high school. I'm sure he tells people that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he he, be- he needs to. Rangy is one of my favorite adjectives to describe a player because it means yeah. so much. I mean, especially yeah. in today's defenses. I mean, that, that's just a huge compliment you can give a defender if you call them rangy. So, I, I, I'm all yep. about that. I'm all about that. Um, Long, rangy, fast, let's go. Yep. Give me all those. And break someone's face, as you said about Joko. Break so, their face. Uh, I love that. Yes. I absolutely love that. It, <laughs> it's, as we pause our list just for a second, it's, it's amazing to me <laughs> that we're all about to go to a football game 
at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Like, that is just the way. How about that? <laughs> it's just feels so- kind of Mackish. Feels kind of Mackish. Uh, it does feel Mackish, and that's not a good thing. As much <laughs> as I love Maction, that's not a good thing in this context, but that's okay. They don't even play in the morning. They at least get to play at night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, not a clock the first at night. Of like a, we're the first of like a quadruple header on ESPN. Now, that is insane. how the Birmingham Bowl got on ESPN is amazing. I know the answer to that is because it's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. That's the answer to that. But yeah, still, exactly. Surprised exactly. Me. Surprised me. There was a slot open. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else is going on. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's have a game. I guess I'll move first take to ESPN two on Tuesday, which is great. Um, oh, all right, my uh, nobody will notice. Uh, have you done your three yet? Was yours Cam Riley? Yeah, Cam Riley okay. was my three. Uh, my number two is Romello Height because nice. if there's any time I can talk about Romello Height, I'm going to do it. Um, yes, I've just been high on this dude ever since he flipped on signing day. Um, and I think eventually he, once he gets his chance, which I don't think he's gotten yet, and I don't think he's necessarily deserved it yet, but whenever they look at this dude in camp, we've heard good things. And eventually, he will climb to the top of the depth chart as one of these defensive end edge players, and I think he's going to really, really impress people, including the coaching staff. So I've got Romello Height as my number two player. I'm, I'm second most excited to watch in the Birmingham Bowl. That's a good one, too. He's another guy. Missed some time. Uh, so it's sort of like we haven't seen him in a while. So right. yeah, we'll be a good one. He's very fast, uh, and they're going to throw it a lot. So we got a chance to, uh, when we played Mississippi state, we didn't, I don't think we had him, um, kind of maybe a similar ish type offense, spread right. it out, run and gun. And, uh, maybe we missed some of that, uh, speed off the edge. So, you know, maybe we'll see a lot of him. He's Hopefully also we'll a literally a tree. He's tall. He's a tall guy. Yeah. Long. Who's your number two? Speaking of a tree, uh, I'm going to go. My number two is TJ Finley. Wow. Uh, I have no agenda when it comes to starting quarterbacks uh, for Auburn. I just want the guy that's starting to have success. And I think if by chance TJ is the guy, that would be better for Auburn to not have to go flip flop, bring anybody in. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure that's that's the case with right. TJ, but I'm really pulling for him. I'm really pulling for him to go off, um, go off, and maybe a little bit more up tempo. Harson calling the plays, being right there with him on the sideline, not up in the booth, being able to walk him through things. Uh, I think that possibly could pay dividends. And um, if if it's a, a good enough performance to where he can carry it in the spring and be, you know, be the guy, I think that's better for Auburn. I really do. I I do too. Do you think there's anything Finley could do? In the Birmingham Bowl, that would make Auburn not want to go to the portal for a quarterback. I mean, that that's a really tough question. I, and and I, I, I think I'm the sure, answer is sure. no. But I think the answer is I do think the answer is no. But I mean, what if he comes out and goes like uh, twenty two of twenty six and throws for over three hundred yards and three touchdowns and just looks? Very I think comfortable I think people will there. say it's yeah, but can you do it against an SEC team? I think that's what people will say. Does it matter? Right. Does Carson care about I that? Think, I don't know. I think Houston's probably better than uh, at least uh, at least two or three of the SEC teams, or at least two of the SEC teams that we lost to. So um, you know, or or at least could play with them. So I think it would give you a good barometer of how he could perform against some of the bottom half. SEC teams. Um, so, you, so you, uh, you think he, Houston's better than South Carolina? I'm fine with that. Yes, 
Yeah, I, don't, I don't think probably, they're better than State. Probably could be just as good. Play, play, play with Mississippi State is what I what I think. Mississippi State's That's defense is respectable, though. And then obviously their offense, if they get you in the right time and you don't prep for it the correct way, it'll 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 toast you. But um, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. But South Carolina for okay. sure. Uh, I I'll give you that 100. percent 100 there. So so what does he look like against you know some of the bottom tier teams in the SEC? Yeah. Does he does he excel? You know, we'll we'll just have to see. Yeah, so and and I he's think got a long time to prep. He does, and I think the storyline that's going to be interesting about this is Auburn may not get a transfer quarterback, but I don't think it'll be because they wanted it to happen that way. I just think at some point when they make you know their their third or fourth call for a transfer quarterback. At some point, it's like, okay, TJ's better than these guys that you got in. And I think last year, I loved them going to get TJ. One, because I think TJ could be a decent quarterback, but you wanted that competition. The competition is there in camp. You don't need to bring someone else in for there to be competition because I think Gariner believes he can start. I believe that Davis believes he can start. And then obviously, Finley believes it because he is starting. So you don't need to just go out and get a dude to get a dude. That doesn't make sense in this case. But right. if there's a dude you, you think is better than those yeah. three, then yeah, go get them. But I'm just not convinced that there are a ton of dudes out there that are better than TJ in the transfer portal. So that has to make Finley feel better. That's the, assuming the fact that that hasn't happened yet. And hey, he may not care. He may be super focused right. on his opportunity to impress and get closer to winning a starting job in the SEC. You know, he, he, may, he may be zoned in on that, but still... From the outside looking in, I think that's kind of the, I think that's kind of the big talking point. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why he's my number two. I love it. I love it. All right, we will both share our number ones in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As college football continues its march to the playoff in the NFL, and of course the bowl season um, for uh, for college. Auburn's still a two-and-a-half-point favorite. If that fires you up, head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device or your computer, whatever it may be. Sign up today for your free account, and when you deposit some money into your account, use promo code LOCKEDON to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline.ag. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Where the game starts. All right, Charlie Five, my number one, the player I'm most excited to watch, Roe Torrance, I really liked what we saw in small snippets. And with, <clears throat> excuse me, with Roger McCreary not being um, a part of this team anymore because he's going on to the draft, I want to see Roe Torrance be the best corner on the field. And a lot of people are like, well, it's probably going to be Jalen Simpson. And you may be right, but I'm not totally sold on that. I really like what Roe Torrance brings to the, the table. I think he's just physical enough. I think he's, he gets a big. He's big. And he's good when he's close to a, 
an offensive player. I think sometimes when he's off the off ball a little bit, I think he can get a little lost. So that's something you want to see him be a little bit better at. But they may pay, play him closer to the line of scrimmage. We'll have to see. But Ro Torrance is, is the guy I'm most excited to watch. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's definitely opportunity there. He's a big bodied corner. Um, he sort of kind of, he maybe came into his own a little bit as the as the year went on. Um I he's the urgency has to be there. He's got to he's got to make it happen. He's right. got one more year. So, so yeah, uh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. He definitely should see uh, more playing time in this game, uh, and hopefully, he takes advantage of it. Right, I like it. All right, who's your number one? I can't believe that there's any question on who is the most person that we should be excited for to see Saturday, and that is TD Moultrie. The end of an era. It's his last game. He got screwed by – I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He got screwed by Big Cat Bryant uh, leaving, uh, throwing some shade at him, uh, turning him in for some stupid stuff. Is that what happened? That was a Big Cat thing? Yes, yes. That's what happened. Is that Uh, known? Yes, widely known. I just missed that? Hmm, Okay. Widely, yes. So Auburn uh, basketball also plays on Wednesday. He finally finally got, like, the position figured out, and he became a factor – and then he yeah. had four or five games stolen from him. Uh, he came back and still made some plays. Uh, made, was wreaking havoc in the Alabama game. Uh, this is his last game. He's trying to prove himself. Um, I think he could go have a huge game, have a good pro day, and possibly uh, sneak into free agency or maybe the back half of the, the draft or the back end of the draft just because of his size, measurables, and speed. Uh, and passion. Uh, I really like him. Uh, he's one of the best stories that we've had in a long time. Um, and he has weathered a ton of adversity. Right. And I'm really hoping that he uh, shows out. That's that's who I'm most excited to see. One more go for 99. I think that's a great one. I think, I think that's a great one. Um, any reason you put TD at one and not Smoke Monday? No comment. Okay. Got it. <laughs> no comment. I like smoke. I like smoke. I think he'll be all right. I'm just uh, there's some things about his. There's just some things about his game that that just to me don't equate to being a SEC free safety. He he's he's like he's sort of like a really small box linebacker yeah. or a box safety and um, sort of a liability in coverage sometimes. But I do like smoke. He's played hard. What'd made you, some mem- memorable plays. No question. No a, question. Some some massive plays. What did you yeah. think of? What I said yesterday about him being tied to Gus. That I'm I think that there's a lot of validity to that opinion. Yeah. That it's sort of breaking breaking ties and, and we're just, just kind of moving on. Uh and I, I do I agree with you. There is there's a lot of validity to that point for sure. Do you have a score prediction for the Birmingham Bull? I can go first oh, if man. you need me to buy you some time. You can go ahead and go. I'm going to say like 28-24 Houston. 28-24 Houston. I'm saying like 32-28 Houston. <laughs> Got it. 32-28 okay. Houston. So, uh, I'm definitely – I'm I've never picked – I've never bet on a team against Auburn before. I've never bet on an opposing team. But I'm very 
I'm very tempted. I do have I do have faith, but Houston's a really good team. I mean, they're they're we got we kind of got a raw deal here. Uh, oh yeah, a, yeah. We drew the short straw with this one, man. Yeah, yeah. like so it's in Birmingham. And, you know, Birmingham's probably more excited if the farther away you are. Like anything, it's like okay, it's two hours up the road. A lot of the players are from there. Like there's nothing there's nothing to win here. Like the but only, at the same point at the same point though. When we were we pulled last time we played in it, we played against Memphis, who was a very similar team and had an, a first round draft pick quarterback, and we shut them down. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're at the end of the day, the athletes are the athletes. Um, I'm just worried about secondary and offensive line, uh, and that is uh, two places where they excel. They excel throwing the ball, and they excel stopping the run. So, it's crazy that you know, Paxton that, Lynch was a first round draft pick. Like that is crazy to me. <laughs> Absolutely insane. We just shut him down. Completely shut him down. He didn't do anything. That was like that was the Javon Robinson game, wasn't it? Yeah, and Jeremy Johnson running that uh quarterback draw like ten times Gosh. for almost a hundred yards. He was the savior. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for him. The Birmingham Bowl, man, it brings back memories. What a time. It's a what it's, a time. It's one of the best it's one of the best bowl games out there. Yeah. If you're going to the game, reach sure. out. Would love to would love to say hello. I want to see pictures from inside the stadium. This the stadium I accidentally ran into this not like literally ran into uh-huh. it, but ran upon it. Ran upon it uh, a couple of weeks ago and it looks amazing. It's right by Top Golf. Just throw that out there. So. Did you see that the Auburn football team was at Top Golf? I haven't yet, but I would top golf videos up. Dang it. But the last yep. question I wanted to ask you was what uh what you thought of their form. Did you do a golf podcast? <laughs> I haven't seen any of the swings. I, I don't know how I missed it. I gotta go back and I gotta go back and look at it and I'll retweet and critique them. How about that? Cool. I put a story up on Auburn Wire it. about it. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well there you go. I'll go I'll go back and look at it. Sweet. Awesome. How can people find you, support you, love on you, all that good Absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five auburnlive.com, the corner message board, Auburn two, four, seven sports body, get aboard, jump in the discord, the locked on Auburn discord or Monday through Friday on the dad bod golf five. That's another Charlie Tuesday in the books. Hopefully everyone enjoys their Birmingham bowl experience, whether you're going or viewing or avoiding it altogether. We will talk Auburn basketball, recap the game throughout the week this week, right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.